the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's not the first time these two have been sent to their rooms. Rick and Dan are live from their homes thanks to Zoom here on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We are so pumped to talk to Dr. David Cooper, lead pastor at Mount Parent Church. We get a chance to talk to Dr. Cooper every now and then. Doctor, how are you? I'm doing fine. You can call me David, too. It'd be fine. I'm doing great. The family's doing great, and I hope you guys are. are. Yes, we are. Dr. Cooper always tells me that, uh, but it's hard for me not to to say it. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I'll just call you David. It's hard. Thank you. But I'll call you. I'll call you David. David's not only the lead pastor around Perrin, but uh, he's an awesome communicator of the word and an amazing guitarist. Are you working yes, on any you. projects? I have two new albums coming out this year. Uh, recorded um, over the last eighteen months, two years. One's uh, regional songs that really kind of span most of my life that haven't really been published, and another's uh, one of these guitar instrumental albums. And we just released a new worship song I wrote last summer. I played the piano with this one called I Will Wait. We performed it here in church. It's a very moving, based from Psalm 27. So uh, that's posted and available. Uh, it's, it's a very moving worship song. So it's been a blessing, too. We do want to talk to you about uh, Dr. Paul Walker. He yes. passed, I believe it was the 23rd at the age of 89. Uh, I would call him a, a legend. Um but first, um, let's talk a little bit about um, just your uh, your meeting, Doctor uh, Walker. He was your pastor for how many years? I don't know that. Our family came to Mount Perrin from East Point Presbyterian Church, where I grew up uh, on the South Side. Uh, when I was sixteen, the same month I turned sixteen, our family came. Uh, Mom and Dad, we have five kids, and uh, it was toward the end of that, and uh, we joined almost the first Sunday, and. Uh, uh, his son, Paul Dane, and I became very close friends, and that was kind of, uh, I guess, the core of my relationship with the Walkers. I mean, Dr. Walker and Carmelita, him being my pastor, but I was in their home so much, you know, playing music. Paul also was a musician and spending the night over there, and I, I learned so much from him about ministry and pastoring. My dad was an engineer, so he's really the only pastoral influence in my life uh, and shaped me as a minister. Now, being with him uh, and his son and being with him in his home, you probably were able to learn a lot about him just about being a dad, uh, being a pastor and a dad as well. Were you able to learn from him about that? Uh, not really. I, what I remembered, my parents were great Christian people. Uh, I, one thing, I, as I look back and I appreciate, was the fact that their home was just kind of a normal home like mine. It wasn't like some hyper-spiritual thing. Right. And I've later heard stories about preachers' kids and overbearing preachers and that type of thing. Uh, their home is, they were very healthy people, and they, they you know, they raised uh, Paul and Mark just like any parent would. So looking back on that, I think I learned about how important it is for ministers not to just have a normal family, let your kids grow up. Right. We're talking to uh, David Cooper, the lead pastor, senior pastor of Mount Perrin Church of God, and uh, uh, Dr. Paul Walker was his uh, pastor 
uh, as you as you just heard, since he was about 16. I think 37 years, Dr. Walker uh, led Mount Perrin. I lived in another state uh, when he was pastoring the church, and we had heard about what was going on at Mount Perrin, uh, just uh, the music, uh, just the, you know, people coming in and getting saved and it growing. And in fact, uh, when we would go on vacation, my wife and I, we decided to go to Atlanta. I said, we've got to go to Mount Perrin to see what's going on. And uh, it was just amazing. What an amazing experience. Now, this was the 80s when I went. What was it like? Uh, Let's see. What would uh, about what you were 16, probably in the what, 70s? Uh, What was it like? Late late, late 70s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know him as uh, not my pa- my pastor, but also Paul's father. So even to this very day, when I'm around him, there, it's still, I still feel like a teenager because I guess that kind of was the template, you know, off of yeah. knowing him. And I've kind of never was able to get past that. Uh, Mount Perrin's story, our church uh, is a little over 100 years old. It started in a tent revival in 1917 in Atlanta. He spent 37 years as the pastor. And then, he, of course, he was our pastor emeritus up until the day the Lord called him home. So really, we got to give him all those years, too. Mm. Um, the church started when our family came. I think it was only about 700 people, which was large for us. Our church had about 150 people in it. But uh, then when uh, Paul and I went to college, the church started uh, exploding. The, the largest single period of its growth was it went from uh, 1,000 to about 4,000 in attendance to 24 wow. months. Wow. So they knocked out the Walls Hill Sanctuary and expanded it, and that it, that was what catapulted it. It also came up in a time when the mega church was starting to emerge in America with uh, people living in the cities. Uh, there were several of these churches that started, but Mount Perrin was at the forefront of the, really the movement of the spirit in the in the city, a center of the, what was called the Charismatic Renewal later in the 80s, and and outreach to downtown, a lot of hippies coming to church. That was a little before my time, but uh, it was a tremendous period in history. And, of course, Mount Perrin's continued to grow and and uh, be very progressive and innovative. I think maybe one thing he and I share in common, we're both very innovative. We want to move forward. We don't, we don't like things to stay stuck like they are. So the church has a real pioneering DNA. And at the same time, it's not disruptive. It maintains good, healthy traditions as well within the framework of that change. Hmm. David Dr. Cooper, Cooper. Sorry about ahead. that. Go ahead. David, you said uh, uh, Dr. Walker was such a, a big influence on you uh, pastorally and, and in be- you becoming a pastor. What are some of the, what you say would be the, the, the biggest things you learned from him about pastoring a church and, and the importance of that role? Well, I had a sense of being called to be a preacher when I was eight. It's a strange thing right after my conversion, although I didn't really exactly know what that meant. I always loved going to church and being in church. But I learned to preach from him because I'm sitting on the pew listening. And there were things that he did that actually naturally fit my temperament. I think what makes a good preacher is that the preacher can, uh, like Phyllis Brooks says, preaching is true through personality. Uh, pre- what makes a good preacher is kind of do what comes naturally. There are things he did that were natural to me like the scripture memorization, um, preaching from memory and the energy that, you know, uh, I have a lot of peaks and valleys and energy, but he also was a musician. So mm-hmm. I, my whole sense of preaching, how to preach about the Bible, lifting up Jesus, talking about real life issues, uh, 
he was a psychologist. You know, I'm a licensed therapist. I, uh, Paul and I both did that, studied psychology and picked that up from his dad. You know, I, I went to everything. I, every, the way I do agendas for a meeting, I was just on the inside of the church because of my relationship to Paul. And uh, so I just learned everything about how you oversee a church. I just basically do what he did. And, of course, now, you know, it's got my own spin on it, but it's the same core concepts I learned from being with him. And I was just in everything. I was around everything. It was all I knew. David Cooper, the lead pastor of Mount Perrin Church. We're talking about Dr. Walker, who who passed February the 23rd at uh, 89. He left such a huge impact on not only the church, but the church of God and, and the city. Talk about that, the impact that the Church of God and Dr. Walker left on the city? Well, I know early on it, I think Kim Pill Avenue, he got an award of Atlanta of like one of the most important influential preachers. He was known as a great orator. He is without a doubt in the history of the Church of God. And of course, you know, we didn't come up through the Church of God. I kind of know Mount Perrin Church, but I would say in the history of the Church of God, he is the most significant pastor that built the largest church and the most influential church in the history of the denomination of it. There've been several other preachers. I think that emerged in church of God history from what I see. I don't think any, there's no pastor that made the impact that he made, not only preaching in Atlanta, one of the great churches. I mean, there's several great churches in Atlanta as we know of uh, Dr. Charles Stanley and first Baptist. They were, they were, they were peers as well. Uh, but he made the greatest impact on pastors and the shape of the denomination, moving it out of kind of the old school Pentecostalism into more new kind of modern approach to ministry. I remember years ago when we uh, moved to town uh, and uh, we we were on the south side and there were we you couldn't throw a stone and not hit a church of God. Uh, and there were so many and then so many people that we encountered. We said, hey, what's your church experience? And uh, I mean, tons of them said, oh, we used to go to Mount Perrin, but then we moved out to Fayette County or we moved to whatever counties. And just the impact, I mean, no doubt uh, there are more churches of God uh, because of, you know, Mount Perrin's explosion and Dr. Walker and all the team there from the yes. 70s and 80s. David Cooper is the lead pastor there at Mount Perrin and a great communicator. And as I mentioned earlier, an amazing uh, guitarist. Uh, we've been praying for the family. Uh, David, how's Carmelita doing? And and Paul, how they how they doing? She's doing great. Uh, I, I spent some time recently with her, and she's kind of like a second mom to me. I, I think I'm actually closer to her a little bit. Dr. Walker has always been kind of an intimidating, larger-than-life figure. <laughs> um, and uh, Mark, uh, Paul's brother, is doing great. He's now the president of Lee University. And I told it, Paul, Paul, unfortunately, lost his life two years out of college. Mm. Um, and I told I told Mark, man, I was happy for him, proud of him. I said, man, Paul and I both would be very shocked. And he was laughing because he's kind of shocked that he ended up as the president of Lee University. He's doing great, doing a great job at the school. And Carmelita, she's doing she's doing well. She's she's just a wonderful. She's an amazing uh, wife, mother, minister in her own right. David Cooper, lead pastor, Mount Perrin. Uh, David, thank you so much for your time. Where can My pleasure. Dan, just put the website up, mountperrin.com. Uh, check out what's going on there, and you can also watch them on, on YouTube. And where can they get your uh, your projects, your new projects, David? 
on uh, the Mount Perrin website, uh, you know, Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, those outlets, and uh, uh, Pastor David Cooper YouTube channel and my podcast. Uh, it's uh, all those resources out there. I'd love to everybody join it. You know, join with me. Uh, listen to the teachings and the word, and share it. Always share the word with others. Mm-hmm. David, thank Cooper. you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 